Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Multi. Ah! Chirol, the hardest to pronounce pop culture podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Brian, a.k.a. B. Hearn, and today we are joined by... It's Jerry, a.k.a. the twerkin' flirkin'. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Finger guns Feliciano. Mm. Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, OBJ Browns, baby! I was going to say, I need to hear a little bit more excitement from you, because you've had a... Great couple weeks in the, the uh, free agency department. They're going to be a contender. You don't win games in March. Yeah, true. Yeah, very enough. true, very true. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the newest film in the MCU universe, Captain Marvel. So we're going to have Jerry kick this episode off for us. Well, when I went to Captain Marvel, I had some expectations. Okay. And those expectations were put forth before, uh, or I read them uh, in the form of like shitty reviews uh, mm-hmm. beforehand, and it was just like shitting on, you know, this, this too much of, it's too much feminist stuff in this movie, you know. It's, it's a woman hero. <laughs> well, first, yeah, right. exactly. First off, right. first off, it's a it's a woman hero. Right. Second off, it's not for. I mean, like, yeah, you might love the MCU, but this isn't. I mean. It's for everybody, but first off, nobody's even seen the damn thing yet. <laughs> One of the things like, that, that I wrote it been down, out a week too? Jerry, yeah, is, is I too. think, you know, it did get shit on, but I think it, it, it wasn't by real Marvel fans. No. Right. Like, I think right. people expected people with the agendas. Avengers. Right. People with agendas right. you know, tried to trash Avengers, it before it came out is all that happened. Yep. And so as, as people far with as trolls, agendas. Okay. I mean, really. I, mean, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, my agenda personally was to go in and have a great time at a movie. <laughs> I mean, that's a good agenda to have, you know, <laughs> especially if you're paying for it. Yeah, damn, damn, damn straight. Um, but no, thirty dollars later, I better have a good fucking IMAX, time. IMAX, IMAX <laughs> yeah. in Washington D.C. How much was bro? that? Fifty fucking dollars. Jeez. Wow, yes. you get that's lap before dance for the pump. Well, no, because I took Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Sam Jackson in your lap. And shit. Uh, but no, it. I thought it was great. I thought it was. It fit right in there. It was uh, back in the '90s, which was all was yeah. great for me. Soundtrack was dope because I grew yeah. up in the '90s and I knew about every song I heard on you know the soundtrack. Um, it was. It's something that Marvel hasn't really done before. It's like they have this, you know established lore right and then now they're going to jump back and try to tell you know a backstory of what happened before you know you know the characters that we know and love and so i thought they did a really good job with um with brie larson as carol danvers and her like her whole affiliation with project pegasus Mm -hmm. and then also uh, her affiliation with the kree star force Mm -hmm. um it wasn't a full you know, uh, you know, panel for panel, you know, rebrand of the comic origin story, right. but it, but it had a lot of the the real you know stuff in there straight from the comics. Um, I was very happy that Marvel was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of confusion about uh, you know whether you know uh, Marvel was actually going to be in the movie, whether they were going to just jump right into Carol Danvers being ca- Captain Marvel and not even reference Marvel as being Captain Marvel. But I, I they I like the what I like what they did with it. You know they they took 
you know, um, reality for, for what it is. And they kind of made, they got Captain Marvel and they made it fit, uh, today's sensibilities. Uh, I, did it have a lot of positive female, you know, uh, things in it yes it totally did i didn't think it was over the top was it not at all that was my next point it wasn't like an in your face yeah was it as over the top as the the bullshit trolls you know reviews you know before the movie came out was it no it was not it was not it was not heavy-handed it was i mean come on just think back a couple years ago wonder woman came out and i i think that was a great adaptation of her origin Mm -hmm. and it was not you know, so overpowering. Like I, I didn't feel threatened as a white man. You know, <laughs> you are a white man I on the street. I'm definitely that. Um, <laughs> but like, I wasn't threatened then, and I'm certainly not threatened now. You know, like this is just a positive story that just happens to be have a you know a female um, a lead character, and I think three. it's great. Very, three I think it's strong great. female leads. Yeah, um, even her best oh my friend. God. Yeah. And I, don't uh, don't yeah, get me wrong. I've got I've got a couple gripes with the movie, but it's it's nothing against Brie Larson. It's not nothing against you know you know feminism or anything it's 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 stuff i would have a problem with in any movie yeah, <laughs> right. i gotta be honest this right. is the first i've heard any of that like i didn't think that was a thing it was infuriating yeah. it was on facebook and shit was so it, really? it was just kind of one of those i was like Ugh, give me a break guys yeah, it's stupid yeah i yeah. personally felt yeah. um uh mandarin because the scrolls were like happy and well, funny. Yeah, and yeah that's interesting like, that you bring that up. You know that that I mean? was my take. They too. were billed mm-hmm. as a villain, but then yeah. if you know if you if you know anything about the comics, you know that the Kree are they're not they're no saints either. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and I think that that's what they were billing it as. Is like they pumped her head full of like you know Kree the Kree are the good guys and the Scrolls are the bad guys, and that's what the audience came into when we walked in there thinking. You know, well, that's what I wanted to see. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not, <laughs> necessi- that's not necessarily the truth uh, all the times. And uh, I actually thought that, you know, the scrolls finally got some justice for once because, you know, all through their history in the comics, they were, you know, these, you know, subhuman villain characters. Um, but no, I, I, I love the movie. I thought that it was a great adventure. I thought it was very great fun. I thought it was seamless. I thought it was <laughs> didn't miss a beat <laughs> until now. <laughs> um, I really liked uh, seeing uh, Fury's backstory yep. in this, mm-hmm. and uh, in fact, uh, everybody's backstory that had one. I mean, I liked uh, seeing a little bit of the Kree Star Force, or the little bit that we got to see. Um, that's actually one of my gripes, but um, and I really liked the inclusion of Marvel, and I love that the scrolls actually got some justice. So uh, as far as gripes about the movie, I did have a couple. Um, I didn't like uh, Mister Wacky Aloof Nick Fury with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> something something about that was a little off. It's, it's his weakness, man. It's he's flirking, Jerry. He's supposed no. to be it's a, a bad. It's a it's Come a, on, now he's supposed to be this badass. And he's just... He is now. Oh, my God. Hey, buddy. It was just... It was just... How'd that go again? You you heard it. You heard it when Sam Jackson said it. Um, It was just... That was a little over top. I mean, I know. I get it. You know, he trusted him or whatever. So... Anyway, that was a gripe. And then... I like how the scrolls were terrified of it. Like immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what you're holding? Get that thing away from me. It's a cat. No, no, it's not. I loved, oh, wow, Ben Mendelsohn. 
This so is great. So awesome. Um, Ben Mendelsohn, if you don't know, he played uh, uh, Orson Krennic, the bad guy in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. In Ready Player One, he too, was, right? Yes, he was uh, Sorrento. Played, uh, Sorrento, Sorrento in yeah. Red, yeah. Ready Player One. He he plays the great villain, bar, without question. Agreed. However, this was a little more ambiguous. I mean, like he, you think he's the Skrulls are the villains for a while, and then you find out later that, wow, they're really the ones getting fucked over here. And, like... Ben Mendelsohn, the actor, looked like he had a ball making this movie. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, any time that he got to talk in his own, like, Australian accent, he, he sounded great. He, he sounded like he was having a blast. Um, You're supposed to be my science guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah, and that and, like, the fear of the flurkin. Like, yeah. That was so funny. Um, I was telling you, I think we talked about this on the Entertainment Weekly article. You know, they interviewed Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson. They said the guy just oozes cool. He's just, yeah. you know, just cool as a fucking cucumber. Hmm. And you wouldn't necessarily like get that no. by looking <laughs> at him because he looks like an alien. Well, yeah, he say? looks like a. I said, hmm, you know, like, like me. a. <laughs> I mean, I slid I thought it in there. I, I thought, yeah, I, I, thought I wasn't going to have to repeat it. I like that you repeated it, though. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Like, I immediately think of his character in Ready Player One where he was like, hey, you know, I'm cool. I like all this stuff. And he's just like, Drinking tab. He's like, Right, yeah, yeah. I drink tab. (laughs) You know? But uh, he's he's really great, and he did an amazing job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, another gripe would be uh, not enough Ronin and not enough Star Kree Star Force. Yeah, no, there was almost shit. no Ronin, um, none, and it wasn't the same Ronin. No, it wasn't. I mean, you could tell it was super young Ronin, but like he was, he didn't have the um, you know tenacity that that the Ronin had in Guardians One. Um, I know it's a prequel, but he's. You, and you it didn't was really get a lot of him. Thing to me, to be honest with you, well, I even put him in there. Well, my, uh, my gripe was not enough Kree, Star Force, not enough um, uh, Korath, the Pursuer, either. Because yeah, he was in it too. But I, I, I hear that they cut a lot of that stuff out to you know for time or whatever. Mm, gotcha. Uh, they they cut out some Star Force uh, scenes. And also another uh, gripe was uh, not enough Rambos. Um, I thought... Um, so it is Rambo's. That's how you say yeah, it? Yeah, Rambo. Okay. Uh, Maria and Monica. Uh, Maria is the mother. Monica is the child who will later become uh, a Captain Marvel in her own right in the comics. Yeah, I read that. And, yeah. But also becomes... Uh, she she, re- she uses a Photon as her, uh, yes. as her name. Um, she was part of the Ultimates. Um, she was, uh, like I said, a Captain Marvel in her own right. And I did not get enough Rambos in this movie. Hmm. They were amazing. She's adorable, and I can't wait to see her all grown up and in in Endgame. Hopefully, yeah. You think so? I think so. Yeah. At least, I mean, at least to you know see what's going on with her people. You know, okay. yeah, she's like forty, right? Yeah, because this is nineteen ninety five. Yep, ninety five. I had to put that together in the movie. Like, okay, that calendar says June. They shot down a True Lies poster, and that was 1994. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I was yeah. doing math in my head. Um, my notes? Yeah, let me see that. You just said something. Um, feminism. <laughs> Actually, one of my gripes was not enough feminism. <laughs> I mean, like I said, for all that hype, I, I, I was I was waiting to get like bashed over the head with it, and I wasn't. Jerry's yeah. a strong white woman. I think that, <laughs> I think it was rushed. I feel I, I felt like it was a little bit rushed. Like I it was too. just like a um, uh, just hate, a connector. I hate to say, just filler. to introduce, Connect- yeah, like a yeah. filler, just to introduce Captain Marvel, so people know 
somewhat. They about wanted her. her so bad they didn't and put enough, you know, thought into introducing her. I agree. You know? I yeah. agree. I appreciate all the '90s stuff about it. Um, like I said, I've, I felt like it was Mandarin type thing with the scrolls. Right. I wanted them to be bad. You don't like to be faked out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Take note, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> MCU. Switch that shit up next time. <laughs> Um, really that was it like I, I took issue with one scene when like they were on a ship and she blew a hole in it and somebody went out <laughs> she went one the person. other way right she went the other way yeah but that was it she just got up and walked away I'm like if you put a hole in a ship everybody's getting the fuck out she's the hole powerful. we like saw Ebony Maw get sucked out of a ship like yeah. That. yeah yes we did yeah it was it was good it was alright I don't I don't see it's funny because there was um this kid in the front row that was talking so much shit at the end <laughs> with the cat and the um, uh, Sam Jackson seat. Mm-hmm. And he started coughing up and he's like, it's not the Tesseract. It's not going to be the Tesseract. And I'm well, like, what the hell else is it? Why, why wouldn't it be the Tesseract? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but there's, that's like what you were saying. Like, there's no, I thought it was pretty clear as to like a continuity as far as. Oh, you mean the, the, the Tesseract? Tesseract? Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into that because there yeah. was some definite confusion about well, how did how did she end up with this? And right. What the hell? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, that here was, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Say, but what you got over there, buddy? Uh, so I, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, as 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 I talked about before, I went on one of our last podcasts. I, uh, me and Courtney went to Washington D.C. for a birthday, and we watched it on the IMAX, and that that was that was a really outstanding experience. Uh, it was a true IMAX. Uh, the weird thing it was, so we went to the Smithsonian Air and Space Center on Friday when we first got there, and they were playing it at the Smithsonian. Oh shit! But I had already bought tickets when because you know, we uh, we went to see it in Georgetown. I'd already bought tickets, but that that's a real that's like a huge IMAX. Yeah. But uh, so we you know we we enjoyed it. I think. Um, the one thing I'll say is, as a whole, this movie kind of had an impossible task. Right. Um, you know, it kind of had to do two things, right? It had to tie up a lot of loose ends. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one one thing, though, it, it did that, right? I think um, when we left this movie and we went back to the hotel, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 was actually on FX. And I think this movie helps you to understand some of the kind of backstory dynamic in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 more or vice versa. You know, I think mm-hmm. they, they, they tie each other together. I think this ties up a lot of loose ends. So from an impossible task standpoint, it had to tie up a lot of loose ends, but it also had to deliver in the face of this brutal anticipation for Endgame. Of course, yeah. You know, so I, I think that it was just a situation where – I that I knew if if you would have talked to me three weeks ago, I knew that this movie was going to get shit on from <laughs> right. I just knew it was right. going to because it's uphill battle. It's not the Avengers, right? And that's what everybody wants. Yeah, and that's the challenge. That's like um, the opening act before the headliner. You know, you better be fucking good because people really don't want right. to see you. They want to see it's, the main event. You're there to Spider-Man hype the crowd. After, yeah. uh, yes. Endgame. Yes. yes, it's after Endgame. Yes. Okay. You know, in my mind, it, it it exceeded my expectations. I think it's 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 no, um, you know, we we all know and we talk about it a lot on the podcast. I'm not comic book guy. Mm-hmm. I have no 
frame of reference, historical perspective to Captain Marvel, who she is, Kree and Scrolls. Like, I mean, obviously, I know a little bit because I've done research, sure. but I haven't been reading Captain Marvel comics since I, w- I was a kid. So going into it, I didn't really have a lot of expectations, and it exceeded what I did have, and I thought the movie delivered. Uh, I thought the story was really, really good. I enjoyed the screen, the Korean scroll dynamic. I liked that I went into it thinking that the green guys were the bad guys and the blue guys were the good guys. Yeah, right. You know, not to dumb it down or anything, sure. but that's I enjoyed that there was that dynamic and 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 that and that switch. Um you know, the, the dialogue was witty throughout the movie, um, but the action was also exciting. And it wasn't, like, fucking over the top. Right. You know, like, it was really, really good. I actually thought there could have been a little bit more. Yeah. Action. More action, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think so the they, wit was a little, like, campy at right. times. I enjoyed yeah. it. Right. And, and they peppered in serious stuff, family and kind of loss right. and, you know, not remembering who you are and things like that. I mean, I just thought it was a it was a nice uh, mix, a nice potpourri, if you will. The directors went for like a, it. like a specific like 90s, like blockbuster kind of movie feel like it had uh, Terminator that. 2 kind of, you know, it had that. it. that's what they said they went for anyway. They missed. I thought Sam Jackson was outstanding. <laughs> yeah, um, as always. Yes. The one thing I'll say is this, and, and I spent a lot of time thinking about this over the last couple of days. Is there anybody else that could be Nick Fury? David Hasselhoff. Morris Chestnut, maybe. David Hasselhoff. He was. Did you say Morris Chestnut? Tay Diggs. <laughs> Tay Diggs. You know what I Negative. mean? Like, like, I don't think there's, like, like I think there's other people Wesley that could Snipes. be. I'll say it for him. Wesley Snipes. I think there's other people that <laughs> could be Iron Man. I think there's other people that could be Captain America. You know, like, I don't know if anybody else could be Nick Fury. I don't think anybody else can be Iron Man at this point. Right. Well, they're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney ain't paying no more 50 mil a fucking you know, movie. <laughs> um, so I just, I love Sam Jackson. And, and I, I absolutely love Brie Larson. Uh, I thought she was great. Um, you know, not like I love Scarlett Johansson. That's a different kind of sexual, <laughs> sexual love. That's a under the this, sheets, yeah, late like, at night kind yeah, of love. Yeah, like I don't, Brie Larson does experience. not have a national treasure ass like Scarlett Johansson does. She but, has no ass. Yeah, no, she doesn't. She I was no ass. And Leave Brie alone. That's a different. <laughs> that, that's that's a different podcast. Um, that's the after dark edition. But I, I thought I thought she was great. I, I certainly had my doubts. I mean, I think I haven't. I don't feel like I've seen a lot of Brie Larson movies, but I feel like historically she's played some very serious roles. She won an Academy Award for Room. Room. You know what I mean? Where it was took, took place in one room with a kid. Like it was a very serious movie I, I haven't seen it but uh so so i was pleasantly surprised at her i think she did an outstanding job and i really like her now as an actress like i will go see her movies she's a good actress yeah she directs some too um envy adams man yeah and envy one of the adams. things that that we were gonna do that i think we skipped over a little bit is where it ranks i, I thought we we're gonna for, do that after grades we can do that yeah that's my. That's the end for me. <laughs> As it's the end for Saba, it's the beginning <laughs> for a commercial break. So we're going to take a quick little timeout for a sponsor spot. We'd like to take the time to thank one of our sponsors, Andrew Newman, Attorney at Law. Located here in Greensboro, North Carolina, he can assist you with your criminal as well as traffic violations. And his practice includes Guilford, Forsyth, as well as all surrounding counties. To set up a free consultation, you can contact him at 336-663-2388. And you can also visit him on his website, attorneynewman.com. And we're back. 
All right, and we are back from the break. (laughs) So we're sitting here talking about Captain Marvel. It is now my turn. So first and foremost, to me, the MCU is, is like Motown. You know, back in the 60s. They were just cranking hits, out hits. hits. Yeah, cranking out the I hits. I mean, they are just yeah. a hit factory. Make that that's a, a really good analogy. It, I mean, and, you know, they're right now they're doing no wrong. They can take properties like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, like Doctor Strange, which aren't the most well-liked or well-received. Like the Eternals they're about to use, right. too. And like, just who the make fuck them knows about the Eternals? Ho- you know, powerhouses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're doing the same thing here with Captain Marvel. And on top of that, they're not bringing in gigantic names for directors either. You know, they brought in uh, the the team of, yeah, Anna Bowden and Ryan Flick, and their most notable work has been primarily, you know, directing a couple episodes of the show Billions. So, and then they did one movie. Oh, it's a fantastic show. It's coming back. Yeah, tomorrow. season four. Tomorrow, I still need to catch up and watch season three. Yeah, you do. No, spoiler alert, the way season three ends is like, it's what we've been waiting for. Um, but yeah, they're 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 known for writing uh, the 2006 film Half Nelson with Ryan Gosling, which got a lot oh, of acclaim. Yeah. It's uh, it's like 90 I don't as think far I've as Rotten Tomatoes. It, I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. But yeah, so to bring you know kind of you know directors like this to come in and and helm these you know pretty much blockbuster franchises, each one can crank out more movies, and they're going to you know we're going to have another Doctor Strange, another Guardians, another of Guardians Mano, Three, James Gunn, whoop, thank whoop. God, welcome back. So, um, another Black Panther, you know, back to uh, yeah, another Black Panther, Wakanda forever, <laughs> Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my overall take on the movie, it is a good flick. I thought Brie Larson did a great job. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. kills it as always. Jude Law, man, Jude Law. I was yeah. I was underwhelmed with his performance. I actually I, I loved Jude it. Law. I was I very no, I loved Jude Law. To me, yeah, but I he, think I think he played the role that he was supposed to play. Yeah, maybe I just don't like him as a bad. Person. Maybe it's well, those scenes they cut that need that we needed to have. I love, and that's the thing too. So you know, my main gripe is to me this movie it seemed rush. Yeah. You know, I don't think characters got enough screen time, especially mm-hmm. you know as we talked about Ronan. I mean, he had such little screen time. I don't even know why they even put him in the movie. It was like the Darth Maul shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so at least Darth Maul got to kick some ass. Yeah. I mean, Ronan dropped some bombs, and then Captain Marvel was like, "Fuck you and your bombs." Yeah. <laughs> so. um that was it as far as my gripes go. I thought it was I thought it was too rushed. Um, I th- you know besides that, Brie Larson's role of Carol Danvers I thought was spot on. I don't think she was trying to be too much of a badass. I think she was just you know the wit was right there was right on. Um, her relationship with Rambo's is that how you say it? Yes, Rambo's. Rambo's and her daughter I thought Maria was fantastic. And yeah, and it was definitely not a you Your know besties. like a woman's activist movement no, in front of me like everybody nice. made it out to be. I thought it was just a great you know movie. So as far as, you know, my grade for it, I give it a four out of five. You know, it was, like I said, the enjoyability factor is definitely there. It's well shot, well edited. Uh, I love the 90s aspect of it. I know we talked about that a little bit, you know, from her crashing into Blockbuster, the music, the Nine Inch Nails shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was, uh, pay thought it was great. Yeah, pay phones. <laughs> it was good to see pay phones again. Pay phones and the giant computers. <laughs> her, the scene in the Internet Cafe, I thought was pretty yes. funny. Her trying to figure out how to type. It's taken forever yeah. to log in. Yeah. Like, you know. Don't miss logging on to AOL. I'll tell you that right now. I don't even remember internet cafes at oh, that time. I remember that shit. Yeah. There, there was few wasting... and far between. They were really more in big cities. Mm. You're you definitely know. wasting lots of time there. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> Jerry, what's your grade on it? Uh, you know what? I, I didn't think it was the greatest movie ever, but I did not think it was horrible. I would give it out of five, uh, maybe 3.75. Mm. Okay. I don't know. 
just uh, under four. I mean, like it gave us what you need. It it made it it pushes the story along. I didn't think it was great, but it was definitely fun. Okay, yeah, nice. I'd say three and a half. I, three and a half out of five. Um, we've given given better movies fours. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, like you said, it's too rushed. Yeah, yeah it's too rushed. it was. Yeah, I mean, this could have been three was, hours, I and it. I would not have minded. Yeah, you it was know? good, really, yeah. but it wasn't. Like no Coulson either. Like you saw him, he said maybe bit. five things. Yeah. yeah, just at the very beginning too, right? Oh, one one of the things, the de aging thing mm-hmm. uh, with Fury. Like I've heard this, and I completely agree. Is like, you know, the, for the first you know five ten minutes, yeah, you 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 know that they've de aged him. Yeah, then, but then you just completely forget yeah. about yeah. him. You don't even think about yeah. it. Agree. Like it, it doesn't come up again because he's doing such a good job, and just the technology is there now. The Coulson de aging didn't look as good. I didn't. No. Think. Hair. You know, black, I mean, it was really guy, just black don't crack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he has to say that every other podcast. <laughs> I like it, though. He ain't lying. <laughs> he ain't lying. Say, but what do you got? What's your grade? So I, I gave a letter. <laughs> I, I was going to so say BB. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I mean, because I went back through and I looked at what grades I, I've given to other movies I that we've you. reviewed, and I've you. been I've been a little too um, nice to some movies. <laughs> too generous. Uh, I I give this a B. Um, I thought it was good. You know, I, yeah. I you know we went through it. I thought it was good. I, I you know I kind of touched on one of the things that I wrote down in my notes is that the people that shit on it, you know, I just don't think they're real Marvel fans, and right. I think they were expecting to see something else. Uh, I will probably go see it again at the theater. I will. No, oh, yeah, um, no, I will. I just uh, I liked it, so I give it a B. So as far as like where it ranks in the MCU, where is it for you? So for me, and you know, I want to reference back. We did. If you guys go back and listen, about the time that we did a review on Infinity War, mm-hmm. we did go through our, our top five of um, our MCU. And what I'll say is this: since we've done that, I rewatched Captain America: um, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that bumped Ant-Man out of my top five. Gotcha. So that's important for me that. to say. So I would put this in the bottom half of my top ten. Um, I would put it at seven. So I put it at number seven in, in my MCU with Ant-Man being six and Thor Ragnarok being number eight. Mm. Well, you put nice. it over Ragnarok. I do put it over Ragnarok. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Matthew? Um, I don't think it's top 10. I don't think it's top 10 at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where I'm at with it. I mean, I can think of easily nine other Marvel movies. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I gave it a B minus. B, uh, so do you B think minus, it's a, so do you uh, think it's like three and a half, whatever. in the top half of the bottom 10 or do you think it's okay, in the so bottom what, half? Can we universally agree on what the worst Marvel movie is? It's Thor. Th- it's the Thor second th- Thor? Yeah. yeah, the second Thor. Okay, everybody or- hates Closely the followed Thor. by the first Thor, in my opinion. Okay. Cap- Captain, the first Captain And then you America. guys hate Iron Man 3. Uh, Iron Man yeah. 3 is fucking atrocious. The Mandarin thing? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so those are like the worst. Yeah. Okay. So, so how close is it's it It's not to that? that bad. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. So, you, so it's somewhere in the low teens, yeah. low to mid teens? Low to mid teens. Okay. Low to mid teens. I like that. Jerry, where are we at? I mean... I'm kind of with Mateo here. I mean, like, I, I don't think it's in my top ten, but it, it's it's on the cusp for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's you know, 12, 11 for yeah, sure. Yeah, I say 12, um, 
it gave me some Guardians feels. It gave me some, you know, uh, Iron Man feels. It gave me some Captain America uh, first movie feels. But it's just, I don't know, it felt rushed. It felt um, any time that Carol Danvers wasn't talking, I felt like she was just kind of standing there like a block of wood. And that sucks to say, but, you know, they should have edited Veers. They should have edited it better, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Um, it... The, the story felt rushed and uh, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't think it compares to, you know, 10 MCU movies. Fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, besides, it was fun. But, it, was yeah, fun it was a fun flick. It is a fun flick. Honestly, I do want to see this again because I think going into it, a lot of us, you know, yes, we're so ready Super for critical. Endgame. And we're going to be a little bit more hypercritical because, just like Saber said, this is kind of like the warm-up before the headliner comes on. Mm-hmm. So I want to watch it again to really, really give it a fair assessment. And not that we trashed it by any means. You know, to me, I think, obviously, if I watch it again, I'm still going to think it's rushed. Because this one, it's rare when I'm like, you know, that movie could have been longer. Normally, I'm like, fuck, that movie sucked. Or it right. could have been a lot shorter. This one, they could have, you know, made it two and a half hours instead of two hours. Yeah. And I think it would have done perfect. But I can see it what they were doing. It would have improved it, the yeah. experience. Yes. Way, right. And I can see more. what they were doing. They are like, we just need to crank something out real quick. Still make it watchable, you know, and decent. But Endgame is the final product as far as, the, and, you know, I the goal. I think I would have liked it better if it was released earlier in the universe. Right. Yeah. Right. Even like February, I would have taken. No, you Black just Panther, mean like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, earlier gotcha. within the MCU. Gotcha, gotcha, Like gotcha. as far as the Iron Man, Iron Man 3 and yeah. Civil right. War and all that shit. Like, well, they were still, you know, building it to the powerhouse that it is now to where they can just. Right, but this everything. movie had nothing to do with that, though. Well, to be oh, until right. the very end. Right. Right. So it was right. like a one-off. It was like Thor. Right. One. Right. You know? And I mean, we'll see, too, because I think and we'll get into this in a little bit. Endgame is going to have some time travel elements to where we might have a whole days of future past thing to where after Endgame, anything is up for completely grabs. different. Right. You, you know, know so. and the other thing I'll say is this, that mid uh, the mid credits scene, scene that's I, lifted straight from Endgame. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. like I here's the like you you you, you we're, we're we are prisoners of. The pre- like what we know that just happened, right? That is that is like the le- obviously uh, the test the cat the flirt and coughing up the tesseract comes after that, but that is like the last thing, the last emotion that you get when you're watching this movie. So potentially for me, giving it a higher ranking, it could be because I was so excited because I saw a scene from and right, and and they did that with um at the end, man. At the end with, of Ant-Man. With, with, uh, for was, Civil War. Civil yep. War yeah, they lifted that scene where it's them and oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so it was. I could be a victim of yeah, that. Yeah, and I, like I said, I think giving it a second watch will give a more accurate or, I guess, true rating. Yeah. Um, right now, it falls in either number 10 or, like, very low teens for me. I kind of have it in between Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, good flick, fun flick. It's lingering there around number 10. You know what I mean? Like I said, maybe after I see it again, it might bump up. It might slide down. But right now, I have it at number 10 on my top I 10. would put Ant-Man and Wasp like at least two or three movies above 
Yeah, this don't, one. Don't shit on me. Hmm. I'm not shitting on You know I love this. <laughs> I, I love Ant Man and Wasp. But like I said, I was doing my top 10 today and I had to redo the thing like 10 fucking yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the top 10 alone, it's hard to just make that list. Right. And I mean, I feel like a couple of years ago, it was like, you know, this is our solid five. Mm-hmm. And now there's always something coming out. Like I said, it's Motown, man, they're just cranking out yeah. hits and it's making the top fives and top 10 lists that much harder. So uh, we're going to take a quick little uh, commercial timeout. There's a proverb that says where beer is brewed, all is well. And where beer is drunk, life is good. Four Saints Brewing Company meets both those standards. Enjoy great beer for great people in a comfortable and relaxing family-friendly environment. Life is good at Four Saints with weekly events, including trivia, a run club, and live music with no cover. There's more info at foursaintsbrewing.com. Then visit Four Saints Brewing Company right here in downtown Asheboro. We look forward to pouring you a pint of great beer for great people soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. So there has been a lot of confusion, questions as to what exactly is going to be, or what is going on with the Tesseract after the very final scene in the movie, which, by the way, spoilers, we should probably start saying that before the show starts. Yeah. We used to. <laughs> yeah. Who cares anymore, I mean, we, you know, I put it on the description, you We're know, spoilers ahead. Spoilers. So, uh, but Jerry's going to kind of take us down the timeline and... Put this all together so hopefully this will all make sense to everybody. Because that has been the main thing is, you know, the movie. And then, well, what about the Tesseract? What the fuck's going on with the Tesseract? So. Yeah, well, I was very, I mean, I was I was one of those people when I, yeah. when I walked oh, out too. of the theater. I was like, well, what the hell? How the hell did she get the thing? And, like, <laughs> what the hell? So, um, Stupid idiot. Well, first off, I'm going to back up one more. School him, Jerry. Well, what? <laughs> this doesn't have anything to do with the Tesseract. I'm just going to say one more co- uh, connective part uh, between Captain Marvel and Guardians 1 is that, I don't know if you noticed this, but, but they used the same kind of font for their locations. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I did notice It was that. the yes. exact same font that they used for uh, Guardians 1. Oh, okay. And yeah, yes. I have a question real quick. The, sure. The, um, you there. I forget his name, <laughs> man. Uh, Down give, front. Give us free. Amistad, that guy. He was in it, but yes. like he was in what? He was in Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, he was right. Yeah. The same character, but he was a different dude. No, he's no, the same guy. It's Korath Pursuer. Yeah. So that's the thing but too. Was he, they didn't really. They didn't go into that shit at with him all. either. In, the, yeah. in in Guardians one, when when uh, he was, uh, Peter he was Quill a Ronin is, guy. Is, yeah, he was is, in the beginning is getting this. Fear. I didn't know they he was a Kree. That, but that's yeah. the exactly Kree, that's, that's what the Kree Star Force or whatever, right? right? Yeah. That's coming right. there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just thought he was his homie, you know, like right, <laughs> right. He's a henchman. <laughs> his robot right. buddy. That's what I thought. He was a henchman. Yeah. Exactly. But no, he's a superhero with blades and shit. Yeah. Blade. <laughs> he had, he Shout out to Jordan. Katana's. Couldn't make yeah. it today. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the the confusion over the Tesseract. All right. So I'm going to go over the chain of custody of the Tesseract in the MCU. Okay. So at the beginning, there was the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. And six singularities formed. <laughs> And they were scattered across the universe. And one of those singularities or ingots was the uh, space stone, space stone. And eventually someone put that space stone in a box and they called it a tesseract. And so... In a box. (laughs) What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) A gem. Tesseract in a box. (laughs) And so so eventually uh, Odin uh, becomes the owner of the tesseract. And he uses it in his conquest of um, different worlds or the nine realms uh, with Hela back in the day. And he locks Hela away. And then he um, 
he oh, decides to, he's like love you know what this this love tesseract thing it's uh, it needs to be uh, away from me <laughs> it's too powerful but it it, it needs to be bitch. it needs to be secured but it needs to be the secured the fuck away from me so the, i think that's what he got Sounds the like idea half my exes. yeah <laughs> so he decided to uh uh buy frost down to earth and put it in uh you know down in norway with some, you know, people that he can trust, you know, that think that they're gods. So, uh, and so at the beginning of Captain America, the first Avenger, you see the Red Skull uh, mounting his invasion of Norway, and he's looking for the Tesseract. And so that's where he finds the Tesseract is in Norway with uh, the guy that played, uh, shit, um, he was uh, Walter Frey <laughs> in, in uh, okay, uh, from Game, uh, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh. Huh. And uh, he was also in Harry Potter. Um, but oh yeah, he was like the, yeah, the yeah, janitor yeah. in Harry yeah. Potter. Yes, that's yes. right. I always forget he's in that shit. Yeah, so he was the guy that was in charge of like with the cat. Yeah, yes, he yeah. was hiding the tesseract, <laughs> and so uh, the Red Skull went to Norway and got it, and that's where he got it. And then he took it back to Germany. He started making all of his weapons with it, and then we all know the story about how he took it onto the airplane, and Captain America was on the airplane, and they fought and. The Tesseract shot uh, the Red Skull to Vormir yep. to become the uh, custodian of the Soul Stone. <laughs> I like how you put that. You like that? <laughs> custodian then, of the Soul and Stone. And then it kind of <laughs> melted through the floor of the plane and went down into the ocean just before Captain America crashed. So it was in the ocean for years until they were looking around for Captain America and Howard Stark found the Tesseract first. And so when Howard Stark found the Tesseract, he brought it to uh, – because Howard Stark was really busy. He was uh, rich. <laughs> he was uh, a pilot. Elon Musk at his time. He was helping set up S.H.I.E.L.D. And then within S.H.I.E.L.D., he helped set up Project Pegasus, which Pro- Project Pegasus was basically using the Tesseract for human – you know, for the good of humankind. Basically. Right. And so what they did was uh, Howard Stark had the Tesseract. He had custody of the Tesseract. And then someone named Wendy Lawson, a.k.a. Marvell, Marvell. Mm. Uh, Marvell. showed up and, you know, sh- Wendy. first off, <laughs> Wendy. shut up. Wendy. <laughs> shut up. You. <laughs> oh, you. Hey, you played that off well. So uh, my first thing is Howard Stark's a horrible boss, apparently. Um, he's only a bit. Didn't about, sound like a great dad. Wasn't the best dad. <laughs> yeah, wasn't the best dad. Was trying to get with Peggy Carter. Um, seems like a horrible boss. Doesn't really. It, it seemed like the kind of guy that really cares what's Carter. going on with so things that he's in charge of. <laughs> and so Howard Stark had the Tesseract. Uh, Wendy Lawson, aka Marvale, got the Tesseract. He, she was basically in charge of experimenting with the Tesseract for Project Pegasus. And so that's how she got the Tesseract. And so I guess since she was making this engine that she was testing and all her different experimental um, aircraft, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. really didn't give a shit where the Tesseract was because they saw her, you know, using it and making things with it. And so they really, they just left it with her. And so that's when she took it back to her ship and was helping uh, the the scrolls mm-hmm. um, because she already made the engine with the Tesseract. So she was just testing that. And so she stowed the Tesseract away in her ship. And then that's when we get to uh, Captain Marvel, where they get onto Marvel's ship. 
and then they need a way to get the Tesseract uh, to hold the Tesseract. <laughs> Sam Jackson says he's not going to hold the Tesseract, and uh, Goose uh, flurkins it into his stomach. And so then at the very end of the movie, you see the flurkin regurgitate the Tesseract a la uh, hairball style on Nick Fury's desk. Hated it. And so Nick Fury took that, took it back to Project Pegasus, and so um, that's where you see it at the beginning of Avengers 1. Nice. And then weaponized. Hold on, are we done? There's more, right? I mean, there's way more. We've all seen it. But we just want to get caught up to the current day. The confusion was how did when, you know, I thought Howard Stark had the Tesseract this whole time. No, uh, it's because of Project Pegasus that he entrusted it to to Marvel. So Loki gets it. So Loki gets it. No, that's the Mind Stone in a staff. He went to go get the Tesseract for Thanos. Okay. Um, And so... Uh, they did not. No. They, he so lost. Clearly, we all don't know. He lost. <laughs> um, Thor uses the Tesseract to take Loki back to Asgard. And then uh, from there, it sat in the vault until Loki stole it Loki in stole it. Uh, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yep. And then at the beginning of uh, uh, Infinity War, he gives it to Thanos. And we're That's all right. caught up with the Tesseract. And Thanos still has it. Yes. And it's m- mu- or Muse. It's... Um, I don't know. Yes, but it's like just fucked up now. No, yeah. Well, last we saw. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, he can use a time stone to fix the gauntlet if he wanted to. He could. I don't, speaking, see, I don't know. He, yeah, I don't, I don't see why he doesn't do what he did. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can do a lot of shit. I mean, speaking of <laughs> Endgame. Well, he can't, he can't do something of that magnitude again because it will just fuck his arm. I mean, his arm will just be obliterated oh yeah i mean yeah. anything like i just that meant again. actually fixing the gauntlet from the state that it was in he should have the power to do it but i don't know why so he we'll hasn't see. i mean uh so you know now that we're on the topic the new trailer came out for Endgame. so we're gonna do a little kind of uh whatever what it, it takes which is crazy because yeah. it like whatever it what takes. A, there's been like two trailers and then teasers mm-hmm. there's been at least two teasers all from the first all of minutes. that is from the first 15 minutes of the That's movie how it should be. yeah i'm i'm totally fine with that but it, it sets up so much. Like this yeah. mo- How long is the movie? Like three hours? Yeah, they said three, three hours, hours three guaranteed. Hours? Yeah. This shit could be eight hours. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. If, if it's... So they show Scott Lang, Ant-Man, mm-hmm. like with Looking the wanted posters. posters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means he gets out of the quantum realm in the first, in the first 20 minutes of the movie. So they're, they're thinking that he's stuck in a time loop. Like he goes to different times. Because if you look at the trailer... You know, Black Widow's got like three different fucking hair colors in there right. and and different lengths. So I think there's going to be a lot of time traveling elements in I this movie. Know. I was just looking at her ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at it again, you'll see it. <laughs> if you look up a little bit, eyes up here. Eyes up here. <laughs> to your left. To your left. I, love you I like Hawkeye's haircut. Uh, Ronan's. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of those two, like, did you notice that a Hawkeye's got uh, Black Widow's little stingers on his arm? I did not notice. No. That. Check it out. Watch the trailer again. He's got he's got her tech. Mm. So he's the first, it. so the first movie, well, Infinity War last year, opening weekend grossed six hundred and thirty million dollars. First weekend. First opening weekend. Six hundred and thirty million. Six hundred thirty weekend. Showcase showdown. Well, well, yeah. Oh, I take the over. So, what do you guys think? Endgame is going to gross. You go first. Me? Yeah. I'm going to go 631 <laughs> million <Shit>. Jerry. dollars. <laughs> Jerry? Jerry going 632? <laughs> you know what? This movie, this movie, 
as as much as uh, Infinity War was like like everyone was waiting for it, it was the anticipation was huge. Like this one is going to be ten times bigger. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knows what happened in Infinity War, and they're fucking jonesing for more. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight hundred million. Ooh, almost a that's bill a, yeah, in the first a, weekend. That's a big step. You know, I also take into account that um, a lot of people left that movie mad. Oh know? yeah, because oh, they yeah. didn't. Especially oh, non all like, the time. They killed Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you could tell they'd not seen much in the MCU. <laughs> right. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you get those fans, and they got there and they left mad. So. What incentive do they have to come back? Uh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? And so, sequels, I mean, because, you know, obviously this is Avengers 4, but sequels are they're very hard to follow up, you know, especially so close together. Mm-hmm. This is only a year apart. It's not been a couple years. It hasn't been two years or three years. Thank God. So, yeah. yeah no <laughs> right? shit. I can't wait. I could barely that. handle what Game of Thrones being, you know, two years since mm-hmm. the last season. But um, but this is similar to, you know, when we were talking about in our last show, the mm-hmm. Tarantino show is like, it, it's just like Kill Bill. I mean, you should probably like you know, think of it as one movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's really hard to do so because the ending of Kill Bill one is so great. The ending of uh, infinity war is, is it's, so it's, a, it's own thing. You yeah. Know? But you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. They were, they were meant to be one movie. Mm. Matthew, what do you think financially is going to be opening weekend? Uh, and was that number uh, worldwide? Correct. Not just us. That sounds like a giant number. <laughs> yes. Be yeah, I think it's worldwide. It's got to be. For a weekend. Yeah. 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 Weekend being Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 718. Hmm. So you went hmm. 718. You went 800. You went 631. <laughs> what I will say is In this, true Price is Right fashion. I definitely <laughs> like the thought process of – Jerry and Matt of this being a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Matthew's comment though. You know, you're going to have some of the diehard, the, the non diehards that were upset after Infinity War. Just like he said, what what incentive do they have to come? Yeah, back? I have a feeling though there's going to be like Tuesday and Wednesday night screenings of this thing. Their family's going to drag them to it. That's uh, the incentive. Uh, I think, <laughs> and there's, you know, I think there's going to be Tuesday. So I think it's going to be more. I'm you. What would you do? Seven eighteen, six seven one eight. Seven one eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six hundred ninety million. Mm. That's a good number. That's mm. a good number. I'm gonna Basic, go. It's like it's like ten percent. It's like a ten percent increase. So I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go six hundred and ninety-one million. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> fuck it. You, you, you've watched the prices, right, motherfucker? One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> You know, did you hear about when they um, they left Michonne's name off of the poster? Oh yeah, they 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 actually I saw they today they it. retracted it. Yeah, yeah. Like, shit, my bad. Because at first I also thought that they left Karen Gillian's name off too, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. The right. only name they left off was Michonne, and one person's like, Bradley Cooper's not even in the fucking movie. It's just his voice. It's <laughs> like Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's the only know. she's the only black woman. Yeah. On oh movie. yeah, like yeah, it got intense. But I, can, I, can I mean, she's that. on her photos on the yeah. fucking picture. Yeah, it, like I said, if they would have also left out Karen Gilliam or another character too, I see that. But you can't have everybody on there and not put Michonne's name on. Right. right. I was looking at that poster. Like Cap is very prominent in that poster. Mm-hmm. He's gonna very. Get it. Yeah. He's gonna get it. I think he lives, <laughs> but I think he stays back in you his. You can't put him in the middle. You can't put him in the middle of the poster like that. He's gonna get it. <laughs> he gonna die. He gonna die. 
Very prominent. You ain't wrong. <laughs> the uniforms the, before we uniforms go. Uniforms are dope. Yeah. That, the, the, so them walking the uniforms. Yeah. Obviously, one other thing to note was that uh, Tony Stark was walking with them. Yeah. So yeah. somehow, yeah. some way, War Machine had a dope. Uh, Those are like their. But co- I mean, they, they, you know, yeah. Marvel's fucked with us before too, because even the Infinity War trailers, they had Hulk. In there, predominantly, mm-hmm. and he was just in the beginning of the movie. So this could, you know, I, I'm not going to take it full blast. I mean, they could easily switch some shit up because you notice who's not walking with them is There's Captain Marvel, Thor, or, or Hulk. Or, or Hulk. Yeah. Because so, he might be in his... Well, like, the, the rumor is... He might be is, hulked out in a suit like that, too. Right. And the rumor is it's, it's going to be smart Hulk. It's going to yeah, be yeah, Hulk, yeah, but Professor with his Hulk. brain. I like that. Yeah. Which will be cool to see. They come to cool. an agreement. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I need no muscles, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gents. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our Captain Marvel episode. Make sure uh, you check us out on all social media formats. Contact us for them on the website, and we'll have Haley take us out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of Pop Culture as Fuck, presented by Multipoptural. Be sure to check us out at our website for all the latest news and notes. You can find us at www.popcultureaf.com or multipoptural.com. And we'll see you next week, you filthy animals. Yes! Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.